this is Kathy Kruger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, we have a very special guest. We're going to be talking with Rotary Peace Scholar, Marie Paul Adama. All right, Marie Paul, welcome to Radio Rotary. We're delighted to have you. Thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. The and she's coming from ours. Ontario. So yes, that's... Through, through the magic of Zoom. Zoom. We're having <laughs> visit, visit us across the border from Ontario, Canada. So, Marie Paul, what is a Rotary Peace Scholar? Well, a Rotary Peace Scholar is um, an individual that was selected through a really intensive process. So, applicants apply to the Rotary Foundation, and it's an intensive process. And once you get um, selected, you have choices where you would like to pursue your master's in peace peace and conflict studies. I was selected to pursue mine in Brisbane, uh, Australia, where Mm. I took an 18-month study there. Kathy? (laughs) Oh, that sounds wonderful. (laughs) And is this uh, on the graduate level, undergraduate level, high school level? What, what is it on? So it's it's for professionals. So it does mm-hmm. require an undergraduate. Um, and I had already pursued a master's in social work by the time I applied for the Peace Scholarship um, and further wanted to, yeah, to further enhance my, my knowledge in peace um, and just develop myself as a peace scholar. Now, you do get a master's degree when you finish this program, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Now, talking about peace, um, you come from Rwanda. You were born in Rwanda, mm-hmm. and we know that uh, Rwanda's had its difficulties. Um, uh, what got you involved in, in a study for peace? Was it your experience uh, in your homeland? Yeah. So I would say initially I was curious about peace because of my own upbringing, um, living through and surviving the Rwandan genocide as a seven year old. Uh. Obviously, that had a deep, um, you know, impact on myself and my family. Um, And so I had always wanted to pursue peace. But however, because of my own traumas, um, I waited for a while. So I pursued the the mental health aspect uh, prior to pursuing peace um, because I just I thought I wasn't ready to uh, look at, you know, why do conflicts happen? Why do nations engage in war? You know, really um, coming from it from a scholarly perspective than a person who was impacted and to be able to actually make contribute to um, peace building so yeah so definitely I would say my childhood impacted me however I also think just as a person I'm a curious I'm curious about justice and 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 peace and conflict so I always thought you know this was the natural step for me and um, was glad to hear about the rotary program and um, how did you Sorry, How did you hear about the Rotary program? Yeah, so it was through a, a friend, a family friend that that's a Rotarian broke locally here in Ontario, Canada, that told me about it. And I thought about it because it's a it's a long commitment. Um, so by the time you apply and by the time you finish the program, it's almost about three years, really, right. in total. So as a humbling experience, I actually was not selected the first time I applied for the Peace Scholarship. 
Um, and so, you know, it was devastating. <laughs> I can't believe you weren't selected right off the You would wow. have had our vote, no question. Yes, you would have. <laughs> so you're, you're in, we're in Rwanda at the age of seven. Yeah. Is that where you finished your education, university degree, or when did you come to Canada? Yeah, so I immigrated to Canada when I was 12. Okay. So between seven till when I was 12, you know, it's very common. My immigrating story, I ended up in, in countries like Kenya and before I actually landed in Canada when I was 12. So, and then from there, I finished a bit of, a, of high school, learned English, which I did not speak prior. And, um, and then, yeah, I pursued high school and university in, in Canada. All right. Oh my gosh, and then you speak beautifully for, you know, because most people. Speaks speak, better than I do. Yes. <laughs> when, when you speak as a child and you learn a new language, mm-hmm. but you learned it later than in in like middle school high school i had no choice my my father is an interesting man and he put us in school two weeks after we arrived so (laughs) smart man (laughs) all fathers all fathers are interesting men just ask my daughter (laughs) so in able to really actually survive on the playground i i had to learn how to communicate so there you go (laughs) Perfect. Our guest on Radio Rotary is Rotary Peace Scholar Marie Paul Adama, and she's telling us about her life in Rwanda, Canada, and going to Australia. But we talk about the Australian part in the next part of this program. Um, social work, you know, that's mm-hmm. trying to help people. And as a Peace Scholar, you're trying to help nations. You've asked the age-old questions, uh, Marie Paul, about why do, why is there conflict? Why is there war? And our, con- our country and world is in trouble. I mean, we have conflict in the Middle East as we're uh, yes. Recording this program, uh, United States is very divided politically. Uh, people are very nasty to each other. What insights did being a Rotary Peace Scholar bring you as to why these things happen? Yeah, so I guess the combination between Rotary Peace Scholarship and my mental health background is really just making it clear that um, Peace does not just mean the absence of violence, right? Mm-hmm. And so Martin Luther King talks a lot about that, how, you know, peace and, you know, positive peace means, um, you know, justice, equality. And, and so, yeah, that's where I approach it from. Now, equality. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so what is, the, what is the process like to become a Rotary Peace Scholar? I mean, are essays, grades? I mean, how do you, how does one go about that? And to find out, folks, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. But what did you have to go through, Marie Paul? So you have to prove that you, you've, you know, you've completed an under, undergraduate. So you have to provide that. You have to provide your professional um, interest in the areas of peace. So for myself, I had been really involved in my in my university years, um, being involved in in peace justice societies and mm. helping other st- refugee students come. You know, have the opportunity to come to Canada. Um, so yeah, so you have to prove that you you have an interest in peace and you've contributed to that. You know, we're going to find out more about uh, the great work of our guest, Marie Paul Adama, as a Rotary Peace Scholar in just a moment. But who keeps the peace here at Radio Rotary by being our sponsors, Kathy Kruger? 
Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, Leo Cady's Ford, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuate, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll be back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, AARauctions.com is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AARauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. The Mark Foundation picnic is on June 26th from 11 a.m. until dusk, and it's free, although donations are gratefully accepted. In addition to a large array of barbecued foods, including pulled pork, chicken, and vegetarian options, there will be entertainment for children and adults. The setting is Wilcox Park off Route 199 in Northern Duchess on the lake. The Mark Foundation supports residential treatment centers for addiction and other organizations that treat or prevent substance use disorder. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111 or normanstaffing.com. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. Come help the Patterson Rotary create a new community event. Patterson Rotary will now be running a flea market every Sunday from 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. This will be on the existing flea market site of the Patterson Old Time Flea Market on Route 22. Patterson Rotary is looking for vendors, food trucks, and the community to help with this endeavor. Shop, volunteer, sell. For more information, go to pattersonrotary.org. That's pattersonrotary.org. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today. 
Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois, and my usual co-host, Sarah O'Connell, Plater is away. We're going to hope to have her back very soon, but instead, we're delighted to have with us our producer, the boss lady, Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. I'm I'm thrilled to be pinch-hitting for Sarah. (laughs) And we're both thrilled to have a terrific guest, Rotary Peace Scholar Marie Paul Adama, who's coming to us from Ontario, Canada, uh, by way of uh, Rwanda, Australia, and a lot of different other countries we're going to talk about. Uh, So, uh, Marie uh, Paul, welcome back to Radio Rotary, our second portion. Delighted to have you back. Thank you so much. So, for those who may have tuned in late, remind us, what is a Rotary Peace Scholar? A Rotary Peace Scholar is uh, any professional um, individual that wants to further enhance their um, scholarship in peace and learn how to make a world a better place. So you uh, became a Rotary Peace Scholar, as you told us in the first part of the show, and you end up in Brisbane, Australia. Did you have a choice of where to go? I know they have these peace centers all around the world. Yes. So I did have a different spots. I believe there's about six peace centers around the globe. Um, and I've always wanted to go to Australia. And um, also the, 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 the program itself had a specific focus, which I was interested in. So it was a mix between um, theory, but as well, as well as practical learning. And, and for me, I wanted to be able to do both. Mm. And this program took you how long to, to accomplish while you're in Australia? 18 months. Oh, and then gosh. and somehow I, a baby in the middle. So it was a bit of... Oh, is that right? Oh, you did. <laughs> I've done that. superwoman. <laughs> and um, was it uh, all coursework or was there some practical uh, uh, matters involved? Did you actually try and mediate things between warring neighbors or something? No, so there was um, about um, 12 months of in-class learning Mm -hmm. and you had a choice as well in, yeah, whether you wanted to take mediation. And with with those classes, they were very hands-on. So you're practicing with your instructor, you're getting feedback, you're learning with other peers who have amazing wealth of knowledge as well coming from different parts of the world. We had individuals from Pakistan, South Sudan. Um, So people from all over the world with different uh, levels of understanding and also different levels of um, professional careers as well. So, um, and then for the last six months, you, you can choose an internship again, Rotary is amazing at creating really wide opportunities for you. So you can apply and be able to go anywhere you wanted to pursue that. Did, did you, you stay in, in, in Australia or did you go someplace different? I did stay. Um, Yeah. So one of my interests was um, understanding more about the, the Australian history as it relates to the indigenous peoples there. So um, I worked with um, an indigenous organization and again, learning how their historical trauma impacted their way of living through equality and justice. You know, we took our radio rotary microphones to the Rotary International Convention in Sydney, Australia a number of years ago. And uh, my wife and I toured quite a bit of Australia uh, after the convention. And um, we got to see lots of kangaroos and they're very intelligent animals. They're very intelligent animals. And somebody said, well, let me take you to this restaurant. They have great roux burgers. I said, what's a roux burger? I said, oh, a burger made out of a kangaroo. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I said, they're very intelligent. 
they're very they're, they're they could be vicious you got to watch them but they can yes. be intelligent animals yeah what, what was it what, what for you was the best part of being in australia besides the fact that you were there uh, on scholarship as a as a rotary yeah. scholar so i again i think just being for the the scholarship allowed it allowed me to be amongst other people from across the world and australia is really good at um yeah embracing other cultures other nationalities like canada um, and so for me, it was learning from other cultures as well. And the weather is amazing. So I can't complain. Yeah. That's um, true. When, when we have winter, they have summer. Yeah. Right. I always see pictures of Santa Claus in shorts. Yeah. And yeah. folks at home, right. if you're interested or you may know of a, a young person who uh, might uh, be interested in becoming a Rotary Peace Scholar, you can find the information on the Rotary website, rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. And in fact, if you're like me and, and Kathy want to help out your neighborhood or help out the world as a Rotarian, go to rotary.org, click on the club locator button, find out where your club is meeting. And if they're meeting online, take a look at their website. And join us, join us for the fun, the food, the fellowship, and make meet great people like uh, Marie Paul Adama, who is our Rotary Peace Scholar and our guest today on Radio Rotary. So, what was the first time you were able to use those skills that you learned as a Rotary Peace Scholar uh, to put, put the practical effect? What happened? Um, well, back in my in my day job as a mental health practitioner, I get to mm. to be quite often with you know family members that are in disputes. Um, and so being able to hold a place where people could have uh, an effective dialogue, which is not an easy, not easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I would definitely say I use those skills every day, even with coworkers, um, being able to, you know, form and have healthy conflict, because I think often we're afraid to have conflict, but conflict is natural. Conflict is healthy. It's about doing it in a manner that, um, you know, everybody's heard. It's safe to do so and um, and making compromises so that you can move forward from that conflict. It, yeah, I, the word conflict, I have so many different ideas of what that word means, but mm-hmm. just because people have um, disagreements about a subject or they don't come together with the same ideas or values doesn't mean that they still can't work together and come up with solutions because you learn from so many different people. I think that's what we forget is that our disagreements can make us stronger and, and seeing how another person views a subject. Right. We have to learn to disagree without being disagreeable. Exactly. Yeah. Perfectly said. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There you go, Jonah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it should create an area of learning, right? It should mm-hmm. be a place where we can actually be curious to ask questions. Tell me more about for your perspective. What brought you here? Obviously, as you know, a Randy's Canadian, I will see the world completely different than Kathy and Jonah, you will being mm-hmm. Americans, you know, so everybody will see the world differently. And that's okay, because we have different experiences. Um, but can we actually talk about it? And maybe take the emotions out of it and just mm-hmm. have, you know, a, a, an effective dialogue with one another. And we're gonna have more of that dialogue with our great guest, Rotary Peace Scholar Marie Paul Adama, right after these messages. So stay tuned. There is always a reason to live. 
This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of MHA of Dutchess County and the Mark Agency. Suicide impacts tens of thousands of people each year and is often the result of untreated depression. Do not let the stigma keep you from talking to your doctor. The Claudio Cares Foundation and MHA want everyone struggling with depression to know that we all have a reason to live. Don't be a statistic and don't leave your loved ones wondering what they should have or could have done. What is your reason to live? Call MHA at 473-2500. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845 845- 752-2216. Leo Katie's Ford is the home of great car deals for you. Whether it's the workhorse F-150 pickup, the exciting new all-electric Mustang Mach-E, or the family-friendly Fusion, Leo Katie's Ford has the car for you. Leo Katie's Ford is conveniently located on Route 94 in Warwick. Your next car is just a call away at Leo Katie's Ford, 888-474-2906. That's 888-474-2906. Remember, cars cost less at Katie's. Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-702-4410 for full details or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Together, we build schools out of abandoned buildings. Together, we bring food to hungry children in need. We are the 1.2 million members of Rotary. Make more good happen. Connect with us at rotary.org. We are people of action. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasa. With me is Kathy Kruger and our terrific guest, Rotary Peace Scholar, Marie Paul Adama. And we're talking about uh, her studies in Australia, in Brisbane, uh, to become a Peace Scholar and what she's been doing uh, of a practical nature to... Um, help make the world a more peaceful place. So, Marie Paul, welcome back to the third portion of Radio Rotary. Thank you for having me. This is a great dialogue. <laughs> it's oh, our pleasure. It. Yeah. So, tell us some more about what you've been doing uh, as a Rotary Peace Scholar, or even in your capacity as a mental health professional, as a social worker. Yeah, so I'm currently working in community mental health as a mental health practitioner, and um, I work with you know individuals that are often marginalized because of their mental health uh, status or their addiction. 
And mm-hmm. uh, to add to that, there's often uh, a lot of poverty involved as well. So individuals that typically would face um, barriers in, in receiving service. So um, again, I, I come from the school of thought that, you know, peace does not mean just the absence of violence, but equality and justice. So trying to really uh, advocate for these individuals so they could experience equality in their communities. Um, and so regardless of your mental health, regardless of your addiction um, or, you know, where you're born in terms of socioeconomic, um, that you can still thrive in, in the community. That's what I'm working with today. Right. And be a contributing member of the community. Absolutely. absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Often our worlds are so close to people who are on the out, right? <laughs> Them uh, don't often have the same access as the rest of us. So trying to really uh, reduce at those, um, at those barriers. Marie Paul, has the stress of daily existence with the pandemic, the isolation, mm. uh, being on Zoom, not seeing people, not seeing friends and family, has that increased the mental health problems that you found as in your capacity as a Absolutely. mental health professional? Absolutely. We see it, you know, the waiting list right now in my region, there's, you know, a hundred and something, something, um, or a hundred plus people on a, any given wait, waiting list for, to wow. receive services. So the suicide rates have gone up. Wow. I think I think what the pandemic has really done in the world of mental health, it's it's put a light on things that already existed. So, you know, people were already isolated, isolated and feeling alone, but they could distract themselves by engaging in basically meaningless activities, but they were busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you take that away and people are have to deal with what's going on internally. Um, or if there is relationship issues with abusive partners yes. who are stuck at home with that. If there's neglect in terms of children, kids are not going to school. And so they don't have any relief from really terrible, dysfunctional um, parents at home either. So, Marie Paul, this crisis of confidence that uh, you're talking about where uh, people are having the pandemic affect their lives uh, uh, with increased mental health issues. How do you deal with that professionally? I mean, it seems overwhelming. You have a hundred person waiting list. How do you deal with that professionally? So, you know, the system is unfortunately um, under a lot of pressure, um, but from my day to day is just really sitting with people and being present with them and validating their experiences. And so that has to be the starting point. And then, you know, you go from there and identify the specific needs of each person sitting in front of you, whether it's through Zoom or whatever. Um, but that's, it has to be the start to really um, validate that person's experience because everybody's experiencing it differently. And is, has there, have you seen an increase in alcoholism and drug uh, abuse uh, because of the pandemic, because of the isolation and the stresses? For sure. For sure. Right. That's the short term um, coping strategy for a lot of people, which obviously we know long term, it's very uh, harmful, but yes, a, a lot of people um, that either had um, addiction issues previously. Now it's more, it's increased because they don't have, you know, they don't have other avenues to, um, to engage, you know, mm-hmm. there's social activities. There's no other meaningful ways of being. I would hope that if anything, we learn from this pandemic besides, you know, all the, the medical aspects of it is that 
how much we do need each other, mm-hmm. despite mm-hmm. our differences and 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 anything that we might agree, disagree with. But we do need that that connection, and we need to be together, and we need to work together. We have to stop fighting with each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, Kathy. I think we, as humans, we have the longing to to be in community, mm-hmm. um, and you know, without community none of us, you know, our lives are not as value driven, really. And so whether it's for our children, our extended families or our friends, we're all, um, we have that longing to be in community for sure. Now you introduced us before the show started to your two beautifully charming children, <laughs> yes. three month old boy and an 18 month old girl. Do you three year old, skills? three year old boy, a three yeah. year old boy. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Three year old boy, and an 18 month year old girl, both very pretty. All right. Mm-hmm. Very handsome. Yeah. And uh, do you use your skills as a roadie peace scholar to like make sure they don't fight with each other? <laughs> Is, are you successful that way? Absolutely. In our household, we're very good at communicating. We're huge at expressing ourselves and using words. So they, even from an earlier age, they know how to use their words. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also are, I'm, a, I'm an advocate for apologizing when, uh, when we've wronged each other. So you'll find me in long apologies with my three-year-old um, because, you know, mom and dad, get frustrated at times as well mm-hmm. and we might you know lose our cool and so yeah i think it starts at home as well right we can't Nothing like saying i'm sorry right <laughs> so rotary peace scholar marie paul adama if you had a magic wand in the 30 seconds we have left and you know you had anything you wanted your greatest desire is a rotary peace scholar what would that be is that we all humanize each other yes. and that we recognize our common humanity and so from there, we can build peace. Rotary Peace Scholar Marie Paul Adama, thank you so much for everything you're doing to try and be priest to the world. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Yes, thank you. It was you a real so pleasure. Much. Yes, it was. Thank you. Enjoy Kathy, those children. <laughs> yeah, right. Kathy, who do we have to thank for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? This week, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and by the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont. Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill, East Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Plater will be back with us soon. Our producer, Kathy Kruger, and our production director, Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebwasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. 